If only life had a remote control, you could pause or rewind. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. Take the one-minute risk test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Coming up on Money Beats, look at the week ahead. The data calendar kind of eases up a little bit, but there's still some big numbers there. Got some important trade data coming up, consumer sentiment numbers coming up. Have Fed speakers next week. Are the Fed speakers, are Fed officials going to start laying the tracks for a March rate hike? That's what the market will be looking for. And it is still earnings season. You still have big companies, including General Motors, Walt Disney, Viacom. This is Money Beat from the Wall Street Journal. Now from our studios in New York, here are Paul Vigna and Stephen Grosser. Welcome to Money Beat. Paul and Stephen here in the studio in New York City. Mr. Grosser, how are you? I'm good. You are? Yeah. yeah. You're looking Fine. good. You're looking good. It was a busy week. It was a busy week. Um, so I'm sorry. I survived. Snaps IPO. Yeah. You missed out on that fun last night. I did. I Yeah. Let me tell you. I I snap IPO. Oh my God! You got to be kidding me! I wouldn't buy their app for free. Forget buying their stock. Paul has an issue with technology. And no, 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 no. no, no. no. Te- oh, actually, technology has an issue with Paul. No, Paul has an issue with Snap. Paul does not have an issue with technology. I have no problems with technology. I love technology. Wrote a book about Bitcoin. I'm yeah, not but, you don't, but you don't use Bitcoin. But no, but I don't use it. But that's another issue. Uh, but no, Snap. Oh my God, you got to be kidding me! I can't. I, I mean, I, Paul, I, I have heard you. It is an unusable. I have, it is an unusable. I have heard you argue for over an hour on the phone with your lawnmower customer service person. So that's why I'm questioning okay, your technology. I, I, I've had, I have had a, a slight history of issues with lawnmowers. Um, but that's totally different. Snap, forget. I, ugh, I can't. I can't go. I can't go there. With snap. Um, you know the the really sad thing about this podcast, this particular podcast. And I think they actually call the thing that you're using Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat. That's Snaps the parent. Snaps company. the parent company. Yeah. Thanks for correcting me. Right. Um, I, the only thing I feel bad about is, is that the, the good people listening to this don't know. You're not able. You're not able to tell people right now how you feel about the Super Bowl that's being played on Sunday. Um, yeah, because we we're, we're gonna yeah we, we reveal the curtain a little bit. I'll tell you, yeah, we are taping this before the Super Bowl. Uh, but grosser, New England Patriots fan, on Monday morning you're either gonna be how are you gonna be how are you, how are you gonna be? Uh, I will I will say I will say this this will be, this is this you'll love this story, but this will be far better than 2008 um, because in 2008 when your Giants um, just you know beat us in the Super Bowl. Not only that, we were down in World Financial Center at that time, yes. and you know, uh, what is it, the Canyon of Champions, the Canyon of Heroes, yeah, Broadway, the Great Broadway, yeah. man. So the, 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 the in New York, the you know, any parade goes up through Broadway, and I you know get off at of Broadway, and yeah. I walk up, and I'm literally in the middle of the Giants parade. Oh, you put that, I was there that day. Uh, that was I took the day off from work to go to that. Mi- that was like you know just. <laughs> Sticking it in. That was one of the greatest things ever. A sea, a sea of giant fans. All right, well, you know what? We don't have to go here, folks. We're wasting your time. We're wasting the good people's time. And, and, Let's and, get and, to and our colleague down in Washington. The, right. The real reason we're here, which is to preview the upcoming week. That's why I started getting a little sidetracked. Super Bowl. Sorry there. Eric Marath is down in D.C. Eric, how are you? Oh, I'm doing all right. These stories of Super Bowls is really interesting to a Detroit Lions fan. We've never been close. So oh, not a worry. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I also, it also strikes me, and this sort of plays into the week ahead, that. Um, 
sort of the Trump election, which I mean, our you know first two weeks, mm-hmm. where it's sort of you know this chaotic kind of you know announcements, executive orders. Um, I think it's sort of drained some of the you know coverage and excitement around the Super Bowl. Because I, I, I just don't feel like there's the that same... That could be. I'll tell you what it has not drained any excitement from is the economic calendar. No. Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> no, no. The economic calendar is always exciting. Always. And Eric Marath is going to preview it this, for us. This week might be pushing the Stop, envelope Stop, man. Stop. We're trying to like, sell a <laughs> podcast here. You're not helping. This is a, a big calendar, Eric, right? Uh, well, we got some big trade data coming up there and you go. Uh, some some news on the US consumer that I think everyone's going to be looking at. So, All right. uh, happy to talk it out. Uh trade trade a big topic these days, right? President Trump very focused on trade. Yep. So, uh what are we expecting? All right. Well, you got the uh, December trade data coming out and we're expecting to see the trade gap narrow. Uh, a bit uh, for the month. Not a, not a huge move, but why I really think this is going to be a closely watched report, this is going to become the de facto baseline, right? I mean, the Trump administration mm-hmm. has already said, hey, measure us on how narrow this trade gap gets. So this is basically Obama's uh, parting uh, trade gap. So um, a little bit of a narrowing, um, but, you know, overall in the, in the fourth quarter, the trade gap widened, and that was a, a pretty big drag on overall growth. So, uh, you know, the, we'll see how this, this data plays out. Uh, with the stronger dollar, I can't imagine that in, in the very near term we're going to see, um, you know, a drop-off in, in imports and a pickup uh, in exports. Are we going to get a, any kind of soybean bump this, uh, this report? I think we're clear of soybeans, okay. but yeah, I mean, we did have to dig into the ag data a lot more than I was comfortable with the last <laughs> the last few months. But yeah, I, I mean, the soybean stuff I think has, has cleared out. Uh, but yes, uh, to, I mean, we had this thing where we had this big push in exports of soybeans as anomaly, and it, and it kind of skewed all the way up to the GDP report. Right, and we're also going to get some China trade data. Um, as well, right? Yeah, that, that's right. Um, and this is always the interesting time of year for data out of out of China. Not not that that's ever not interesting, but you know, we we saw a bit of a, a December slowdown uh, in in China exports, expecting a, a somewhat of a recovery in January, but that's a somewhat skewed because. Uh, we may have a pool forward ahead of a rush ahead of the Chinese New Year uh, when things there sort of shut down. So um, look to see if you know Chinese exports uh, are back on the rise, and, and and look to see if that catches the the eye of the administration. What about now? Let's move on. One of the things since the administration since since the Trump election. Um, We've seen sentiment, whether it's small business consumer sentiment, um, really pick up. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad pr- um, prior to that, but it is um, soared. What are we? The University of Michigan comes out with its uh, consumer survey. What Friday? Yeah, it's coming out Friday, ten o'clock. What are, what are we like? Are we expecting it to continue to rise? Um, the conference board had a little bit of a pullback. Um, I think it was last week. Yeah, the, so the economists that we survey are, are looking for the same from Michigan, um, a, a bit of a pullback, but still a pretty high number. So, um, you know, I don't think that means that people are, grew more pessimistic, but this report will be interesting because it's the first where, um, you know, we'll, we'll, some of the survey will include actual time that Trump was in office, not just uh, as president-elect. So see if that influences uh, the data. You know, keep in mind, uh, this isn't, 
unusual. There's usually a bit of consumer optimism uh, right. around a new presidency, uh, Republican or Democrat. So this isn't unusual, uh, except to the degree that, that, that Trump is unusual and, and somewhat of a, even more polarizing figure than, than the last few uh, new presidents. So, uh, you know, the, the, peop- the, the man that the people voted for is in office and, you know, generally consumers uh, seem to be excited about that. One of one of the questions. I mean, I guess we could get back to this after the break. But with the consumer sentiment, you know, there have been some demographic breakdowns of what what you know groups are sort of you know getting more excited than others. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure to the degree that the, you know some of the underlying tables might might get into that. We probably don't really have enough data, but you know, you certainly can see you know from here in Washington, you know, pretty good excitement among. Some of the groups that might benefit from, uh, especially like this talk about infrastructure spending, and we saw, you know, union leaders in the buildings and trades group like sitting down in the Oval Office and coming out and telling reporters, you know, how much they think of Donald Trump. And I don't think you would have seen, you know, the card-carrying union members that enthusiastic about, you know, other Republican presidents. Uh, you know, certainly that's not everybody. It's not the teachers. It's not the, the SEIU. Um, there's lots of people that are frustrated, but uh, you know, I think that's one area those sort of manufacturing and construction type jobs uh and the people that you know their families i think or could be some of the people that are are more optimistic all right let's uh let's take a quick break give you this message and we'll come back on the other side if only life had a remote control you could pause or rewind well life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome but pre-diabetes does take the one minute risk test today at do i have brought to you by the ad council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners hi this is paul Gigo, host of the potomac watch podcast join me and my colleagues every week as we dissect all of the latest happenings in washington check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts and become a subscriber on itunes stitcher spotify and the google play music app WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Money Beats. Look at the week ahead. And we're talking with Eric Marath down in Washington, D.C. Eric, uh, what else is on the calendar? I know there's a couple of Fed speakers on the calendar. Is that uh, something I should get excited about? Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe not jump out of your seat, <laughs> but uh, I mean, uh, you know, we've got. Uh, uh, Harker, uh, Fed president from Philadelphia, talking all the way out on the other coast in San Diego on um, uh, Monday. So he, uh, you know, one of the more moderate uh, members of the FOMC. So, you know, if you might place him as sort of a swing vote. And obviously all eyes are on this March meeting. You're going to, you know, in December they said, hey, we're going to get uh, three rate increases. And then come February, they seem to not be as enthusiastic, right. at least in their statement. Well, Look at the calendar. If you don't start in March, uh, unless you're planning on pouring three on in the last three meetings, um, you know you might need to get started here. So, hmm. um, you know, I'll definitely be paying attention to to what he has to say. Um, uh, Bullard, uh, I believe, is speaking as well. Right. Uh, you know, the big show is the next week. You've got Humphrey Hawkins, which is when uh, Janet Yellen gets to uh, stand in front of uh, members of Congress and answer questions. That'll be a big chance for yeah. her to signal, but uh, also to play a little politics. So, so you're saying if they're going to go with a rate hike at the March meeting, they have to start laying down some tracks for that now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cause, well, because the statement certainly didn't lay right, down those right. tracks, right? So um, if if they want to keep that in play, uh, they're going to need to start uh, talking about that. 
Um, well, you know, we'll see a little later in February, you get the minutes, you know, maybe there was more robust discussion and that'll play mm-hmm. out. But, um, you know, at, at this point following and it's following this, the jobs report, right? You, you saw, right. you didn't see wage inflation and you saw the unemployment rate tick up. Those aren't things that, you know, says to the Fed, Hey, we need to, we need to act right now. If anything, right. it might, might bolster the case. Let's let it run hot a little bit and, right. and pull some more people off the sidelines. And you saw in the minutes from the December meeting when they did, you know, raise Right. I mean, there was a lot of concern about or not concern, but like, you know, uncertainty about, you know, what policies Trump was going to pursue and what what impact that was going to have on the you know economy, inflation, all that stuff. So it seems like they, there's a good chance they could be in a wait and see mode to see what actually gets, you know, um, put forward. Absolutely. For as much as all the excitement and news uh, out of Washington, there really hasn't been a lot of uh, economic policy implemented, even, if you will, the the easier stuff of trying to direct um, spending uh, on infrastructure and other government programs that might give you a a short-term boost. So if they don't know what that is in a month from now, um, you know, hard to see that they'll be anxious to make some moves. One of the things I, I was going to actually just get back to our consumer sentiment in the last question before we went to break, because um, Chris Dietrich on you know our, on our our colleague our, Chris our, our yeah, colleague yeah. wrote a post uh, earlier this week just talking about the fact that a lot of the you know if you look underneath the University of Michigan has been looking at um, party affiliation and not surprisingly the Republicans have seen a fifty point jump. In you know, uh, consumer sentiment, positive consumer sentiment. Well, uh, what like fifty basis points? Yeah, he just says fifty point bump. Fifty um, point bump. And then oh, it's the an Demo- index level, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So, and wow. then the, the Democrats, Democrats since since the summer, and Democrats have seen a twenty four point decline, decline. On, you know, and basically it's their outlook on the economy. Wow. So I just wanted to stick that in there. I thought that was interesting. Uh, you know, elsewhere next week, it's still earnings season. The calendar, it, it's, it is we're, definitely starting to ease well, off. Well, we're, we're 55% of the S&P 500 has reported so yeah. far. So we're over the hump and we're heading into, you know, I guess the home stretch. Right, right. But still, you know, some big names on there. Uh, General Motors is on there, Twitter. And not that it's interesting, not that those are, I mean, GM's still a Big company, but it's not. Well, like, I mean, I, I I do think GM is going to be very interesting, yeah. given you know the, the automotive Trump. Uh, right, you know, right, right. you've seen their CEO um, sitting next to Trump in uh, you know a number of meetings. Yeah. Um, but you know, the real question I think, if you look at the, you know for the automate, I, w- I want to see what they say about Trump and what effect because NAFTA and he's gone after mm-hmm. NAFTA and he wants to renegotiate at that and he's been very strong in that. You know, the supply chains of these automotive companies are in Canada, they're in Mexico, they're all over the U.S. They're getting stuff from Asia. I mean, they are global companies with supply yes. chains, and and one of the interesting things is how much products go across back and forth across the U.S. and Mexico border you know that's going to change How are they deal with yeah, that? and that's right, going right. to and that and that's going to be a big cost for them and it's also going to take years to redo this yeah yeah so that's something to look out for a lot of media companies next week uh walt disney viacom us yep. news corp uh our corporate siblings at 21st century fox so a lot of media companies I think Lionsgate is in there too. You know, so and there'll be, be some biotech companies. Yeah, there's some biotech. Well. So it's you know still a lot to watch. Right. Still a lot to watch. Uh, Eric, anything else before we let you go? 
Hey, no, I think you guys uh, yeah. covered it a lot. You know, exciting week next week, but maybe maybe not the uh, the big show that it's been the last couple. All right. Well, they're all yeah. And, 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 and the other thing too is when we have we've you know sort of touched on it, but like. You know, there's still a number of nominations from Trump that need to get approved. Right. Um, you know, so we'll be watching that. Um, and who knows what more executive orders uh, right, right. he's uh, going to be putting or, through. Or so. 6.30 a.m. tweets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, he's keeping us journalists awake. He is. He's giving us a lot of work. A lot of agita, but a lot of work. Yeah. All right, Eric, thank you very much. You're welcome. Mr. Grocer, thank you, sir. And I promise you, folks, we're going to have Grocer back in the studio very quickly very quickly, because I want to get his reaction to the Super Bowl. Unless the Patriots win, then I don't want to be anywhere near you. I, I yeah, you, that's I. I would. I'm, I'm going to take I'm the day. Sh- I don't even. Know, I can't even speak now. Um, maybe I should take the day off if they win. Yeah, you should. You really should. I don't think I even want to see you if they win. I don't want to. I just don't. You and Benoit. I don't know if I could take the two of you. Benoit and I are going to you know do the podcast. But if they lose, please come in. We'll have you on the podcast. Yes. All right, everyone. Hey, listen. Thanks for listening. We'll catch up with you soon. WSJ Podcasts.